What's going on and welcome to the Film Fit Podcast, where we're going to be talking about the ins and outs of filmmaking, where we'll be sitting down with other filmmakers and other creatives talking about their processes and experiences. So today I'm joined by Andrew Hayes and uh, sitting here we're talking about his processes and his experiences and some of the stories he has in the production world. What's going on, Andrew? Hi, it's good to be here. Uh, I'm actually very happy and excited to be a part of this podcast. Um, very excited that I have been able to uh, go farther in my experiences with uh, filmmaking and uh, just recording of anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so with this being a, a new podcast and with this being something that we're, you know, I'm just kind of trying out and trying to like share to the world and whatever, um, I want to make sure that all of the guests I ask, you know, wh- where did you where did you start how long have you been doing what you've been doing, whatever that is, and just kind of, I don't know, tell me about your journey up to this point. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, like, I didn't really start getting into, like, filmmaking and media stuff until I uh, changed my churches and I came over here to uh, to Potter's house. You know, we didn't have a lot. There was camera stuff over there, but it was nothing too big and it wasn't very a very big part of the church and stuff it wasn't like as big as a need that we have here you know for the people that can't come um but like my sister she had she had a passion to do with camera stuff Mm -hmm. and she would do photography and stuff so you know uh i saw her around that and i was like that's cool like that's cool things but i didn't ever pick it up and ever try and do anything new with it yeah that's so and that's that's that brings you today is that well yeah and then i mean i came here and then i just felt like you know I don't feel like I'm plugged in anywhere. Let me see where I can fit. And then, you know, you guys, I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that they needed people, but I figured it was a great place to come and just be a part and feel like I'm plugged in there. And, and I think then I started learning and I thought, I felt like I was doing really good and I feel like I picked things up really fast and it just became a passion of mine ever since then. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. I actually started here too. Um, here being the Potter's house for those who, don't know Potter's of Columbus but yeah I uh this is where I started as well probably back in like fifth grade I started like doing sound and like pro presenter for the kids church mm. like the kids program and whatnot and then just slowly but surely it grew into w- what it is today and like now you know being head over video and you know we have such a massive team now and, and all that kind yeah, of stuff like do. yeah continuously growing but continuously looking you know and it's um yeah, hope, hopefully we never get stagnant and we always continue to move on. But, you know, as much like, you know, as much as live production is, uh, in, is, in, is an interesting topic, you know, I really like to talk about the filmmaking and the actual, you know, the Hollywood and the feature films and like things like that. I really love and enjoy the t- talking about those. So what kind of experiences do you have on like any theatrical type settings? Like what, what theatrical films or theatrical settings have you been a part of? So, I mean, really for me, it's uh, it's only... Uh, because I have just recently gotten into it, it really has only been like the Olivia, uh, short film, you know, and I got to, honestly, I liked, I didn't have a major role in there, which I was happy about because it wasn't like, you didn't have to rely on me for any, like, it wasn't something that if I did one small thing, you know, then it was a big problem on me, you know? So I was really happy that I could go there and like learn, you know, it was a good learning point for me because this is like. It just go you just goes to show like how many things you see in like in movies you're like, wow like this, 
looks so good right now, but it took so much more. Yeah, it's you know, just a lot that goes like, into and it, I mean yeah. to, I mean to think like, I remember sitting in there and when we had to build, we had to make it, we had to go around and tape or put plastic over every single window to make it look like just it was nighttime it like, yeah. when it was actually, you know, daytime out. And, you know, it kind of opened my eyes to the things of like, this takes a lot of time and, and it is, if it's a career you're going to pursue, it takes experience and it takes time. And so it's definitely something that opened up my eyes from that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I actually, the first film I ever started on was uh Kadia, the world within. And, uh, it was a feature film, uh, starring Corbin Burnson and, um, James Phelps, uh, the F Fred Weasley from Harry Potter. And, uh, I was a PA for that. And, uh, which, which means a producer's assistant, production assistant, really whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, there's so many different terms for it. And, uh, but nonetheless, I was a PA on that. And I, I learned more on set than I think I ever would have watching YouTube, attending film classes, yeah. any of that. Like I learned so much more on set than I like ever did on learning from other other things you know what i'm saying yeah i would definitely agree yeah um and more so like i've been listening to other other filmmakers podcasts and just like, like he, just hearing them talk about it and like staying in that constant mindset of filmmaking it's just helped a ton like in, in hearing the 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 raw experiences is just really good so like so like if i'm not able to be on set i like to listen or watch other raw experiences of sets yeah to uh to learn that and then from there, I mean, I was pee on that, but then on Olivia that you were a part of, mm -hmm. um, I obviously I did cinematography. You were there for that. Yep. Um, but for the for the folks listening, I, w I did cinematography for that, and uh, it was it was learned so much on it, like that I was able to take into my following short films, and um, yeah. So what like tell tell me more about being a PA? What's like your experiences? Like, and because I'm sure I shared in those same experiences, um, not particularly with Olivia, but yeah. as a PA, I probably shared in something similar. So tell me about your. I mean, honestly, like, I I personally like being a PA because like, like I said, you know, like if you you're learning like mistakes and how mistakes can be fixed. Mm -hmm. So when it does come to your time and like say sometime I am doing cinematography and I am recording for that short film or movie, whatever it is, you know, okay, this is how they fixed it. Yep. This is what I can do. You know, and then not only that, but just like, honestly, overall, like it's just fun to be on a set, you know? Oh yeah. Just literally like the, the connections and the people you meet, like I de like, I'll definitely tell you, like you, you got like, you kind of grow closer to them people just from being with them, you know? Oh, 100%. It becomes like, <laughs> You become, a, if it's a short film, you become a family, like, right. within a week. Like, exactly. by the end of the because you're spending day in, day out, all day long with each other for an entire week. Like, yeah, I, you, I totally you, you kind of have to get close. Yeah. And, I mean, also for me, like, for those of you who may, may have, because I know some of you guys probably would, you guys probably know Ashton, you know, you know this stuff. So, uh, you've probably seen the, uh, actually, the Olivia short film. But for Which, me, per by the way, we uh, broke 400,000 views today. Really? As of, hold on, the date is July the 6th. 400,000. We broke 400,000 views today. That is insane. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. Crazy. So, I love everyone. Wow, uh, that is... Just for the sake of loving people. Yeah, but I mean, and yeah, so I mean, those of you who have seen it, like, you may not have been able to smash them, or uh, not smash, 
<laughs> catch the small details. Huh? And, like, there's things that, like, I was hidden in so many different places. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was behind the scenes in so many Bro, different Bro, you got places. more screen time than some of the actors. So. I, I de- <laughs> there, that definitely the truth, you know. And then some of the shots we really even used were literally shots of me, like, the... F- Dressed up. Uh, yeah. I Literally. Mean, and, you know, like, it was the mess-up shots, too. I mean, like, heck, we smacked my smacked head on the, twice, on the twice. headboard. Shot twice. after shot. Well, once was on the door. So, yeah. okay, so for the people who don't know, there was a take where he was he had to be a double because he was the lightest one in the entire building. He had to be a double because the lead actress had to carry him or had to carry the other actress. But and, and not to mention, it was one of them ironic moments that you see on like a show yeah. where like everyone just sitting there and they're like, who could do that? And oh then everyone's gosh, yeah. eyes just yeah. look yeah. over at me yeah. and I'm like. So we were looking and we were like, we kind of don't want to put Scotty, which was our uh, our lead horror character, and she killed it, by the way. Uh, Amazing job. Oh, my Amazing gosh. Job. So good. Yeah, and uh, so in, in Anna, Anna Smith, she was our other lead actress. Well, we didn't want to put Scotty in a situation where she could get hurt because we were carrying somebody upstairs and, like, through a door, and it was just like, yeah, well, let's if we can stunt double this, how can we do it? Right. And yeah. so we were like, who's the lightest person in the room? And it got dead quiet for like a good five seconds. And I'm then, just on my phone. I'm yeah, just sitting there. Yeah, he's over there scrolling or whatever. <laughs> and then it's dead quiet. Everybody in the room. I'm talking like seven, eight people. Just all and slowly. And all the actresses yeah. too. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone slowly turned their head towards Andrew. And he like looks up. And he's like, what? Why is everybody looking at me? And what we're am, like, what am I doing now? Yeah, like, we're like, uh, you're going to have to get in the uh, nightgown and wig and mask. And yeah. And so he he got in the gown and. We got up the stairs really smoothly, and then we kicked through the door. I mean, the, the first take we kicked through the door, boom, smacks his head on the wall. Oh, I, like, I feel like I took it like a champ. Yeah, too. you did. I mean, and we got all the way to the bed, and we're like, yo, you good? You good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. We're like, okay, let's do that one more time, Next though. Next take. Next take, misses the door frame, gets him all the way to the bed, sets him down on the bed, slams his head up against the back of the the head, the, the head headboard. Yeah, 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 the headboard. And... uh which it was just hilarious, but that's the shot we kept. Take. Yeah, we kept yeah. that shot because it was just the cleanest and shot. Which for for me as the PA, it just goes to like it really goes to show like some of these shots that people are taking like oh, yeah. in these films are messy. Yeah, who knows but, what happened there? Yeah, and I mean, and the the funny thing, even after that shot, when we were done, they were like, "Are you okay?" Again, and oh. I was just like, "You know, what? I'm cool. Like I'm good," because I just kept like it. It kind of made me feel like. You know, cinematography and, like, this kind of stuff, you don't just have to be able to see things as a cinema, f- mm. cinema, uh, cinema photographer. You know, like, I got to see the realization of the actor part and the yeah. and being behind the scenes of that stuff, you know? Like, I, w- I never would have thought I was filling yeah. in for a female, you See, know? I would always suggest to anybody, ever, if you're ever wanting to get into film, be a PA. At least once. Definitely. At I, least, minimum. I would agree. I want to go be a PA on another set again. Just because, like... You just learn so much, and you get to be a part of every single process. Because if you're a, 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 any head of a department, then you're only you really only see your side of things from that point on. Mm-hmm. But if you're a PA, your your hands are here, and your hands are over in the lighting, your hands are over in the you know in the crafty, and your hands are in hair and makeup. Like you're just everywhere yeah, because everybody needs you. And so like PAs are just such such 
learning opportunities. And then if not to else. even mention that, I mean, I also hope with one of the biggest parts of the scene too. Uh, I was running sound for where they finally escaped the house before yep. they got out to the car, and that was probably one of the funnest scenes to shoot for real. Yeah, was because, that the running scene? Yeah, when mm-hmm. they so they had come down the stairs, and we started from yeah, behind yeah. the wall, and then I just tucked it behind. You ran you with I mean, me. Yeah, I ran right behind you. And, like, I remember, like, it took a couple takes because I would listen back to the audio after every And we heard, like, the whooshing and And you could hear the whooshing and you could hear my feet going clack, clack, clack. Yeah. It was just – and it's the small stuff that, like, most people don't really think about that the the people always have to do, you know? You, like – so, yeah, I mean, being a PA, definitely, if you're – if I would suggest, like he said, if you're really trying to figure out where you would like to be in, like, in any type of – production type mm-hmm. thing being a pa is definitely the yes. place to start. starting out as a pa is definitely a place is the to best. start um yeah because like if you if you're not sure and you're literally just like interested in filmmaking like if you're just like wow filmmaking is really cool wonder if i could get into that e- every single set needs a pa so it's just like hop in be a pa and you don't need to know a ton i mean obviously the more you know the more valuable you are but Going in and going in as a PA, everyone knows that, you know, this is a learning opportunity for them. This is a chance for them to get their foot in the door to just get experience with a little bit of everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's just a really good environment to be in being a PA, especially yeah. on on a film set where everybody there is super willing to be like, yeah, like I'm you ask questions, I'll answer. You ask questions, I'll answer. Exactly. So and I mean, not to mention also like kind of came into like I didn't do I didn't take a lot of i shot i think one scene Mm -hmm. that i remember and it wasn't even me shooting the whole scene it was it was like a handoff it was like you like we pulled you on a rug or something i was on the rug as well and then you handed me the camera and then i pass it off to one more person then we just cut it there you know and it was just like sometimes you have to do that stuff yeah and you really yeah so i mean yeah Yeah, that was sweet so um yeah, like so going into like the next the next bit and, and kind of going into like a little bit more of, you know, what are your future plans? What are your future like like what are your dreams? What are your aspirations in filmmaking? Like where do you want to end up? Do you want to even end up in filmmaking? You know, like what is that? What does that creative journey look like for you in the next, in the coming coming months and years? Well, I mean, honestly, for me, I don't think I uh, I personally don't think that I want to go. Like, I don't want to go full Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, yes, you're a great, great, great cinematographer or mm-hmm. anything if you can make it to them, like, big movies, big productions like that and everything. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> for me, I like to be behind the scenes a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, honestly, like, I don't, and I don't, honestly, like, I don't even know if I want to be big in, pro- like, m- movie productions. Okay. Like, I like doing, like, I like recording weddings. I like recording big moments of people's lives okay. type things, you know. So, I mean, yes, I aspire, like, I would love to film another movie set, though. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to be there just to get that more, like... More experience. More experience to see how things go and stuff, you know. But I honestly think that I like to... I like to do the behind-the-scenes stuff, too. That's why, like, when I get a chance to edit, I would, mm-hmm. I love to try and learn and learn the software, how to edit videos and edit other things. Yeah. You know, so... Hopefully, you know, hopefully I'll be able to do the internship here soon mm-hmm. just so that I can uh, learn yeah, even more. Get, I mean, that's a whole year that I get to learn. Just get education. And that's yeah. been part of my plan this summer, too. Just come up here, sit with you and learn how to do things like this, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't I, – my end goal, I don't want to be anything too huge. I, 
I don't want to be too major. Huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, You're I do. Too huge. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, based on what I'm hearing, it just sounds like you want to do documentary filmmaking. You know, like yeah, something small. Just cap, just capturing, just capturing moments and capturing, uh, like things as they unfold. Because like documentary filmmaking, dude, people who do that and do it well, yeah, mad respect. Yeah, mad I mean, mad respect. And actually, Steven Spielberg, he said it once. Um, if you want to be a filmmaker, any great filmmaker should be able to do a documentary. Because one thing, you learn one thing from doing a documentary. You only get one chance to get the shot. If you're able to get the shot in one take, then like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because like, yeah, yeah, in, in documentary filmmaking, wedding filmmaking, whatever, like whatever kind of videography you're doing that requires you to get it first try. Yeah. Th- bro, mad respect. Like, yeah, like definitely. Like there's some, and there's, there's some things you can stage too. I mean, yeah, right. But I mean. Definitely, I understand, like, the kiss. Like, that's not something you just want to miss. Yeah, you can't like, miss you that. Like, you cannot miss, like, that is the one, like, yeah. you have to do that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I understand. Yeah, it, it's definitely hard to do sometimes. Yeah, wedding wedding, wedding videography, because, like, that's, you know, something I do on the side to, like, yeah. make, make money and stuff. It's, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not like, oh, my gosh, yes, like, I can't wait to shoot another wedding. But, like, every time I'm doing it, like, all I keep thinking is, wow, this is more practice with my camera. This is more experiences. One where I get to create something, something that like my vision for this person's day, you know, like, and that's a crazy thing. When somebody hires you on and somebody asks you to do their wedding or do their special event or whatever it is, it's just, there's a lot of pride that you get to take in that because somebody looked at you and loved your work enough to say, I, I entrust in you this thing in, in something as big as a wedding. When yeah, somebody's exactly. like, I want you to film my wedding. The day, like... This, oh, snap. That's a lot of pressure. That you is, know, there's yeah. a lot of pressure in a wedding. Like, when somebody's like, oh, I want you to be, like, the cinematographer on my set. Yeah, I think that's awesome. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, if I mess up, sweet, let's just do another take. Or right. if I mess up again, sweet, let's just do another take. Mm-hmm. On a wedding, if I mess up, oh, crap. I missed it. I screwed that moment up. Yeah, yeah. Which I've done before. Definitely, yeah. And... You know, I've obviously learned from a lot of those mistakes, but like, yeah, dude, I've, I've been, I've, I've, I've had some sketchy situations with weddings, but yeah, and I mean, not, I've, I mean, I've only done the, uh, I've done two, okay, two full ones, um, and, you know, I have see, like, I do see like the realness of how important it is to get the things first try, get the most important things. Like, yes, you can walk around with a photographer and get things at the same time as her and those little breaks that you catch. Um, yeah. And you can stage a good amount of cool-looking shots, but, I mean, it's really hard because you have to capture the most important moments of, like, those things. Like yeah. You, like, I, like you said, you know, in a, like a production, like for a movie, okay, we failed that one, let's do another take, mm-hmm. you know, and if that one doesn't work out, we'll try something else. Yep. You know, you can't be like, oh, yeah, guys, that kiss didn't work. Can you hold it up, uh, like, pastor, and let's yeah. redo this, yeah. say it again. And yeah. Then, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Those, the, yeah, those are those are such interesting. Yeah, weddings are such delicate things, and they're really fun. Um, obviously, I don't want to do them forever, you know, like, because yeah. uh, I, I, I do want to get to Hollywood and making making movies like that and making stories and you know, whether it be documentaries or whatever, or actual theatrical films, whatever that that may be. I just, you know, getting be, doing cinematography and being in that world of high level production and, yeah. and, 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 and things like that is definitely definitely where I want to be. 
So going into, you know, be, being a, being a PA, cause I think that's kind of the, de- the direction that this, this episode is taking, you know, talking to other beginner filmmakers and how they get their foot in the door, you know, what's like one piece of advice that you would give another beginning filmmaker as a beginning filmmaker? You know what I'm saying? Like what's something that you're doing currently that you see as a benefit that you see as a pro to get again, your foot in the door. Honestly, I think my biggest piece of advice was do not be afraid to ask questions. Do not be afraid to be like, Hey, I don't know what you, I, what does that word mean? You know, I've asked play. I like, what does slating mean? Mm-hmm. You know, okay, that's when you, you clack you, the, the movie, the, bo- yeah, the, the board the slate. that says, yeah. all right, we're slating the movie. This is what we're saying. Yeah. Are you clear camera? Are you clear audio? All right, we're rolling now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's one of those things where I'm honestly like you can contest. Oh, I yeah. asked a lot of questions on that set. And from them questions, I've learned a lot as well. I've learned different meanings mm. that they use on set. I've learned – and that just goes out and also helps me in like my daily mm-hmm. you know i can now when i'm talking with someone i'm not feeling like you know it's kind of like when a, someone who speaks spanish yeah. is talking around you and you're and you, the only thing you're really native to is english yeah. kind of like what are they talking about it's like one of those things now i don't have to be like what is he saying like yeah you, and, you you're learning but i mean even still like that's why i would say do not be hesitant to ask questions ever because yep. even in my like two years now of doing camera work and being a PA before I still ask questions because I still don't know. Oh gosh. Yeah. You'll never stop asking questions. No, because if, if you ever get to the point where you stop asking questions, then you made it right. None yeah. of us have ever made it ever. Mm-hmm. No one's ever made it. Therefore the questions should never stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when somebody gets in their head, Oh, I should stop asking questions because it's annoying or, or, I already know everything like, Oh, people have that mindset. It's just like, it kind of makes me like, you know, like sick, you know, cause yeah. it's like, no, like you used to ask questions. And so people who aren't willing to answer said questions, it's just like, what's like, it, it's definitely something that d- honestly, I could see why it would frustrate you because like you ask the same questions to get where you are today, Facts. but you're not wanting to help someone else yeah, who wants to annoying. get where you're at. So, I mean, you can't really do that because it, that's really hypocrisy, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know what Hypo- I mean? Hypocrisy. Yeah, hypocrisy. <laughs> that, that word. Yeah, no, it's – um. yeah, I really – that's honestly the exact same advice I think I would give somebody if they asked me, oh, how, how do I get my foot in the door? Literally ask everything. Like if you're around somebody who knows more than you, ask. Whatever field it's in whether it's in filmmaking, but like if you're in photography or if you're in sound or, you know, if you, if you, I don't know, make pillows for a living, like, mm-hmm. well, the only way to get better at making pillows is to talk to somebody who's better than you at making pillows. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, and then from there practice. Right. So you ask the questions, you get the answers, then you put the answers to practice. Yeah. And, and like, I think back to the year ago that it's been since we even started filming Olivia. Yeah. A little like, over a year. Yeah. Honestly, like, this is why I would say do not be ashamed to even ask those questions like, hey, can I help at all? Like, because yeah. like, I'm going to be honest, like I was kind of nervous because like I knew it was something that you guys had planned. I wasn't very comfortable with everyone that was on the set. And I was kind of like, should I ask to mm-hmm. help or not? And, you know, th- when you ask, like, like, that's why they say you'll never know if you don't ask. Yeah, facts. Like, Lit- yeah. The worst thing somebody could say is no. 
Exactly. Like it's the wor- literally the worst possible answer. I, and, and, and I've always hyped my, like psyched myself out. Like, like I'll reach out to some other creators and you know like want to collab or you know and want to you know ask for their advice. Maybe they review some of my work. I've literally sent people my work and said, "Can you review this? Can you give me criticism?" Right. Sometimes I don't hear a single word back. Right. Sometimes I get no. I don't have time. Or on the majority of the time, yes. Most of the, most other creators and creatives of any in any field are willing to coach and to teach and to talk about where they're going, where they came from. Because if they don't, then there's not going to be there's going to be nobody behind them. Right. You know, there's going to be nobody that follows them up. And because like if I if I were to just leave other people in my dust, you know, and like. Mm-hmm. And, and then pretend like I know more, right? And pretend yeah. to be holier than thou in the world of creativity, then me myself will get stuck because my rejection will turn into other people's rejection. And so now we just have this world of missing missing filmmakers, missing creatives. We also now have a world of hypocrisy. And it's just like, it's just not a productive... And, and, the, and the, the other thing too, like, the other piece of advice I would give you, you guys who want to start doing this, you know... After you've made it past that point and you've asked those questions, you know, you, you're not ashamed anymore. Do not be the person who doesn't help the other people out. Yeah. Because honestly, like, you're going to lead them into they're not going to have a passion anymore. Yeah. You know, like, they're like, well, I can't figure this out. I'm just done. You know, it's, it's kind of like a kid. You know, if you take his candy without saying I'll give you another one, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to be sad. Like, they uh-huh. don't want candy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one, one, one saying that I've, I've heard and, and I like to say is never stop being teachable. Right. But never, hmm, I, I forget how it was worded. Man, this is going to bother me. Never stop being teachable, but never forget to teach. That's probably I think it. that was it. That sounds right. That's probably it, yeah. N- yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Even if so, it's not it, it sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. stop being teachable and never forget to teach. Right. right. Because if I get so stuck in I'm already there, then I'm not going to be teachable. I'm not going to be valuable and I'll never grow. That's right, on a yeah. personal level. Yeah. But if I don't, if I, if I forget to teach other people what I have learned, where I've came from, mm-hmm. my processes, my experiences, if I forget to talk about those things, then I'll never produce more of me. Right. I'll never produce uh, a, another filmmaker. I'll never produce another creative. And one saying I really love to live by is passion is contagious, right? So if you continue yeah. to have the passion and you continue to just be around other people with passion, then that drive just keeps going and you're in your in your in your willingness to continue to learn and work stays. You don't let that fi- you don't let that fire quote unquote burn out yeah. because of the lack of passion because as long as you surround yourself with passionate people mm-hmm. and you yourself are passionate then you're going to create a culture of of passion you're going to create a culture of wanting to continue to grow yourselves you want to kind of want to continue a culture of success yeah and i mean i would definitely say like it, honestly for me like if it wasn't that i was in the like potter's house production like ministry my passion probably wouldn't be there. And if it wasn't for like you always, hey, do you want to go film this wedding with me? Hey, do you want to do this with me? Hey, whenever we get this, when we get farther into our production of like this new, do you want to help with this? Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't like you can't keep a passion going if you don't have opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and um, 
Yeah, that's uh, opportunities and, and, and success. That that's such a. Uh, I've actually heard. I forget again who I heard a quote. A quote this was, but success. The idea of success only happens when opportunity meets preparation. Right. There's always going to be opportunity. Correct. Always. There's Correct. always going to be somebody somewhere that's going to offer up an opportunity. Whether it's the one you want or not, there will be an opportunity. But the only way to be successful is if you're prepared for it. Right. If you're willing to be teachable and if you're willing to teach. Right. Always going to be opportunity, but you have to be prepared. I definitely agree. Because, like, but that's why the saying, you know, ask those questions mm-hmm. so that when that time of the opportunity comes. You're prepared. Like, I mean, but even when that time of opportunity comes, like, say, you know, say someone ask you, like, hey, I know you're new to this. But yeah. can you do this? Let them know, yeah, I am new to this, so I wouldn't, you know, I think here shortly I'm supposed to be filming a wedding, and I let them know, like, I'm still learning, but I have enough to get by, and it will still, you know, it will. Yeah, and and right, and, 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 and what you've been doing, and your willingness to just come on to, you know, the weddings that I've been filming, your yeah. willingness to come to those and, you know, not, I guess, quote-unquote, to be the head of it, yeah. is now prepared you. Yeah. For the opportunity that is somebody asking you, can you come film my wedding? Right. And yeah. now that you're taking charge on that, you're prepared enough to go into that and be like, yeah, I can take charge. I can do this. And, let's and let's I mean that, film uh, the wedding. And this is where also I just keep coming up with a whole lot of like things of advice. But I mean yep. it's good because you also – like he said earlier, you have to be able to be basically trained and teachable. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people – like honestly, like when I first came on to help you film like a first wedding, I was like – so you mean I'm just holding this camera and just getting raw footage and then I just have to sit here during the wedding and just hold this? Yeah, because yeah. this is going to show you, like, uh-huh. just as important as my shot of getting their kissing in slow-mo and stuff uh-huh. like that, this shot is just as important. Yeah. It's the it's the, it's the raw, raw footage. moment. Yeah, it's literally, you know? yeah. But, I mean, you can't get to where this is if Without you can't even – It's like you like when – uh, well, it's a Bible reference. You know, if you're if you're faithful with few, then he'll make you ruler over many, right? Like that's yeah. – like that's such a uh, that's su- that that applies to every single day, right? Like if you're willing to do the small thing, exactly, then you'll be recognized and and be put in a position where the big things will become again an opportunity. Exactly, and I mean it's just like why do they start you off in kindergarten, writing all along those letter lines? You know, yeah, they take you in school in kindergarten. And you know, you gotta follow and trace the lines before you can actually when it comes to the big boy time mm-hmm. in school. You have to be able to write without the letter lines. You know yeah, what I mean? You have to you have to learn. You have to be taught. Exactly. And you have to prepare for first grade. So you and then first grade prepares you for second grade. Exactly. So on and so forth. Right. You get all the way through school, twelfth grade, prepares you for one or two things. Life, college. Right. And if you yeah. want to go on further your education, then that prepares you for life. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like yes. so there's just always I mean, you're literally ingrained in your in your entire lifestyle. To be teachable. You're like that is the one thing that is consistent throughout your entire life. Like th- people say two things are for certain taxes and death, right? Yeah. There's a third thing. You're always gonna have to learn. Yeah. Right? Like y- if you're not if you're not learning, then you're not growing. And if you're growing, you're dying. Yeah. So therefore the second thing is now there's only two, taxes and death. But if you're willing to learn, yeah. Taxes, learning, and then death, death eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it, it's just like, it's such a, um, 
Yeah, learning is such an interesting thing. And and uh, that's where going all the way back to being a PA is yes. so valuable. Yeah. I would love to I, – I'm out here looking for – somebody hit me up. I will be a PA on your set. Like I would yeah. love to because I want – to learn more, you know, like this is just getting me. And just I mean, that's, about the, and me that's, the, that's the humbleness you really have to have, too, because you could be like, oh, I've shot a lot of films myself. I've done plenty of weddings and people always ask me, I don't need to be a PA anymore. I don't need to go back to level one. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not level. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no level yeah, one, level yeah, two, yeah. level three. Right. right it's just yeah. filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then some people have more knowledge than other people, but everybody's on the same playing field as in important. Right. Exactly. Like, I am an avid believer of any set I've ever produced, been a part of, is the the cast is no more important than the PA. The 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 producer is no more important than the, than the audio tech or whatever. Like there's just always there's not this this food chain of importance. There's just you and me creating a project because we're passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that that's because also, I feel like sometimes when people get onto a set and, like, you feel like you're not helping whatsoever because you're just a PA, mm-hmm. you have to understand, this, like, the importance of your role. Like, if I was, like, for the Olivia, going back to that, if I wasn't there to be a PA, they might not have had a way to film the shot going up the stairs. Yeah. Or, do, you know what I mean? Like you, your importance is so big yeah. because oh what gosh, you yeah. did contributed so much without you really knowing it. Contribute, con, uh, contributed, contributed yeah. so much to that film being a film, you know. Yeah. So I mean, to get further into this and like say, I mean, if you guys are still listening to this as far as we're at right now, you know, this is the one thing I would also like to say: if you cannot be teachable, uh-huh. like maybe this is not like the best career. Yeah, this may this, this might not be might, the field for you if no, you're not willing to learn. This yeah. takes a lot of teaching. Any creative, any Very creative true. field, right? Like if you're not willing to be a, a, a musician who's willing to be taught, maybe being a musician is not for you. Yeah. Or like if you're not willing to be a construction worker that's willing to be taught in the in in the in the processes and the uh, like like I've seen I've been I've helped enough people in my life to know that there are so many unique ways to do whatever their field is. If you're not willing to learn those techniques and those those skills and and whatever processes other people have, then you might as well just not do it. Right. Because right. if you're not willing to sit down and, and learn the process and learn the ins and outs of whatever you're doing, then you're wasting your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all the time we have for today. Yeah. I think we covered a lot. Again, being a PA, being teachable, you know, opportunity leads to success. Very true. Opportunity in preparation leads to success. That's what I was trying to say. Yes, it does. And always be willing to be teachable, but never forget to teach. Right. Never hog and hoard the knowledge that you have because the world needs your knowledge. The world wants to hear from you. Any last remarks, Andrew? honestly that 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 this whole talk would just you can really take this outside of just trying to be a filmmaker yeah being teachable but not forgetting to teach is so far on like a spiritual and life like level living living level yeah that applies to everything literally literally applies to everything yes yeah so that's honestly like that's my last remark but was happy to be on here happy to kind of give you guys advice from my experience being a PA, you know, hopefully you guys can take this and ask questions, 
get in there. Like you can't. The worst thing they can say is no. And even if they do that, don't stop asking don't questions. Don't stop asking. Do not let one no let you down. So you're like, I'm okay. I'm done. I got a no. Yeah. So that's that's about it for me. But awesome. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening to the Film Fit podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of filmmaking and other creative processes. We're going to sit down with other filmmakers and other creatives. Again, thank you for listening. Go, don't forget to share this episode. Make sure your friends and family, they all hear it because I know they need to. Everybody needs to be taught something in life. Uh, tune in next week where I learn how to fly a cactus off of a cliff. <laughs>